Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first Anthropological Minisode. I'm Nick G. I'm joined, as always, by Nick T and Nick Z. And here, we're here today to answer the question, why we release Secret of Mana now? Well, you see, G, the uh, original Secret of Mana, or Second Densetsu 2, as known in Japan, came out in 1993, and it's... 2018. 25 years. <laughs> oh, okay. So I thought we were just supposed to magically figure that one out. It's like, well, 1993 was a very, it was a very important year as it turns out. Also, thanks for dropping the facts. That's usually my job. <laughs> I just thought you were like, well, it's 2018 and we're rebooting everything else that came from the 90s. So we might as well. Wait. I mean, yeah, 90s, 90s nostalgia is coming for us. Was it Pure Trudeau or... Um... Not Pierre, it's the other one, the younger Trudeau. Justin Trudeau, Justin. who was like, guys, it's yeah. 2018 or 2017, I guess, at the time. Huh. At the time he said it was 2017, which is what he said. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay, 25th anniversary, that's a good start. But I mean, out of all the titles that Square Enix could have picked, what's, and I know that it's a 25th anniversary, when was Chrono Trigger's 25th anniversary? Do you got that on, Loxy? <laughs> I do not. I think it's next year. Okay. Didn't it come out in 94? Uh, that sounds right. Because it, it it came out earlier than I expect, but always seems like it's more polished than many of the other games that came out around the same time. I don't yeah. know why that is. I'm looking forward to the re-release. Sorry, what about the re-release? So I'm looking forward to the Chrono Trigger oh, release. Oh, yeah. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about, right? So Secret of Mana, oh, it's been 25 years. Let's release this game. That mean, does that mean that Chrono Trigger is coming out next year with a fantastic new re-release, which I am definitely buying if that happens? <laughs> oh, sorry. 90, 95, so we've got two years uh, to wait on that. Okay, so actually maybe that could happen, if that's the only metric for whether or not a game is, is re-released or not. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Which one of you was talking about 90s nostalgia? Me. I think that is a very real thing there's been so much that's been coming out now and the only reason that it's coming out is because of that nostalgic factor maybe they made something that's new and good or maybe people are making something to it's like oh i enjoyed this and now i can enjoy it with my kids yeah but i think that like really i don't even know was secret of mana that popular i mean like i listened to the odd podcast and video shoe about uh, retro games and that sort of thing and every now and then somebody comes on and will say you know like secret of mana was really meaningful to me because i always watched my older sibling play or i always watched like my brother or sister play games but with secret of mana two people could play at the same time and i finally got to play or like i got to play it with my parents because it was two players so i think like that element made it pretty important in certain contexts so Z, at the at the risk of just making you secret of mana <laughs> that we're just going after this episode, it's not secret of mana is not unavailable. No, it's on the the uh, SNES Classic. Oh, yeah. I mean the the SNES Classic is relatively unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I saw some. I saw some okay, the other so day. Okay, so not that unavailable. Oh, man. This, the demand has died, but but like you could you could get this on the in the virtual store and things like that, right? 
I've got to, I got to dig back my memory here, but could you actually buy it in any of the virtual consoles? Well, that's where, even though this is a short episode, we do that thing where I look things up on the air. <laughs> I mean, you could definitely buy Chrono Trigger on pretty much every virtual console. Yep. On the Wii and on the Wii U. I think Secret of Mana actually has a mobile release too, much like Chrono Trigger, which must be awful to play. I, iOS in 2010, Android in 2014. Oh, gross. Boy, oh boy. And the SNES Classic. Okay, so 2008, 2013, 2010, and 2014, and now 2018. Oh, 2017, sorry. Now 2018. Yeah, it's ever, it's everywhere. <laughs> Nobody's hurting for this game. And yet they did more than just re-release it. They took it, turned it into 3D, took all of its flaws, and yeah. there are many, many flaws. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that's what happens when you're streaming the game, and you. I, I wasn't that attached to it, so it's much easier for me to be a little <laughs> bit more um, unhappy with it. That's true. That is true. Well, I mean, they made it 3D. They, they, I don't know how much story the little skits you get when you stay at the inn add to the game, but it seems to at least add stuff for the characters to do, aside from, like, pop their head into a, dia- uh, a story scene every now and then when one happens to come up. So, I mean, that's nice. And you can... You can hold 12 items, guys. I like how that was an, you can hold an 12 option in the background. Like, it wasn't Ugh. something that you knew to change, but you're like, oh, if you want to have more items, I guess you can hold them. Yeah. Unless you want the true classic experience where you only can hold four of a thing. The true classic experience that doesn't have the action grid that makes it the NPCs infinitely better. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I want. I'm, I'm getting some earthbound flashbacks to the the um, your limited inventory. Not, Man, yes. Not having a great time with that. So, like, yes, uh, I went for the double dip. However, being a fan of JRPGs, as long as I have, I've been around some internets. I've been on some <laughs> forums. People want remakes of games they love. Man, yes. Like I'm like I remember people putting up little trailers for like the Chrono Trigger. 3D remake it wasn't planned I don't think but people wanted it There's I've seen the Final Fantasy 6 one I've, I've looked at the ones that of the games that I'm interested in so like mm-hmm. this is something that people do want and they did it with uh, FF4 I think they did 3, 4 and 5 yeah. oh, like wow. there, there are several of them that are released for the DS and they were released with some fanfare like people were pretty happy about those yeah okay well, especially five, because I think that was the first time it was like you could get a legitimate copy in North America. Play, PlayStation. Oh yeah. It's part of the uh, Final Fantasy Except, Adventures. Yeah, in that version, though, I think they had a very questionable translation. Like they translated the whatever the Japanese word is or Japanese spelling of wyvern, the kind of dragon is. As something like, why burn? Ah, uh, it was only three and four. It looks like. Oh, man. So if you want five, grab that PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm pretty sure. Maybe they made five again for the GBA because I'm pretty sure I've got some sort of handheld version of five, unless I've dreamed it up. Man, you've got a, got a history of... of dreaming up games. <laughs> 
Somewhere in some other dimension, I must be making them. Ah, here we go. An enhanced port of the game with new high-resolution graphics and a touch-based interface was released for the iPhone and iPad March 28th, 2013. Hmm. Which, I mean, playing an RPG on a phone is not the worst experience in the world. No, especially when it's menu-based. It's, I mean, moving around might be a little awkward, but once you're in the, the battles or shops, it's just touching buttons yeah well another reason i can come up with and i mean i can speak a little bit about uh the north american nostalgia the whole two-player effect and you know getting to finally play games after watching you know parents or sibling or cousins or whatever playing them all the time um in japan it might have been last year but one of the big games coming out for the switch shortly after it was released was a uh, a trilogy, the entire Second Densetsu trilogy. But the only one, as far as I know, the the re-release that we got of Secret of Mana is like Second Densetsu two, just cut out from that, and then brought over here for whatever weird reason. Unless it's just a straight up port, I'm not entirely sure how that fits in <laughs> to the whole remake thing, but. It, like, that isn't another reason why it came out, I'm sure. It's got to be. Well, yeah, the timeliness of they were already making this other remake or um, relaunch of some yeah. of the other beloved titles. And maybe maybe another element that's uh, opaque to to we North American players is it was less popular here. But maybe it was crazy popular over there. Like the, um, like the Tales of series or the um, Atelier <laughs> series. Have you ever heard of Oh yeah, yeah. Tell- yes. It's like an RPG where you go around and run a shop or something. It's like a slice of life RPG where the end of the game is not usually, hey, there's a big apocalypse. Although I think I own one where that is the <laughs> the thing. Sailing <laughs> <laughs> a Iris? I don't know. Man, oh man. Uh, that makes a lot more sense. I would have heard that. Because it's not like they started from like, oh man, people in North America are banging down the doors they need that secret mana reboot <laughs> it was more yeah. like there's some audience for it yeah um, well when when news of the the remake of the trilogy or re-release of the trilogy uh reached north american ears everybody's perked up because maybe we'd finally get secret of mana too but uh no such luck or just like the elusive mother three right? come on nintendo get your <laughs> together <laughs> it's like it's weird because they've dropped all these things that were like lucas is available in smash and we've got this porky story and there's already a really good fan translation um which nobody profits off of there's a really good guide you just gotta like pay fan gamer or tomato moto or whoever those people are and just like get it out there it's it's like if it's a music licensing thing well then well dang like if if they did some now there's no like Beatles shenanigans going on. <laughs> I think there's less of that. There might still be the odd bit of sampling. Yeah, that's tricky. I mean, it yeah. uh, talking about the like trilogy being released in Japan and then taking part of it and bringing it over here. I think it's a little bit more than that because it mm. is not zero effort to take a game and then add voice acting to it. Um, 
I mean, that's true. It's yeah. it's probably on the same level as Mighty Number no. Nine, maybe a little bit better than that. Which itself is like a weird. Hey, there's this property that was kind of unused. Let's bring it back, but we can't. So we're gonna make mm. our own thing. <laughs> Good old KG and FNA. But um, man, oh man. So the, it's it's not no effort to make to port it over and then add the voice acting. Somebody had to actively make that decision. So there's got to have been enough interest to bring that over. Because I think um, there's a game that I kickstarted, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is which is by the same folks oh, yeah. who did Castlevania. One of, one of them? Yeah. Anyway, there was like a whole separate rewards tier for like English voice acting. And I think it added like 100 grand to the game. I don't remember. This is why I don't usually do research live. I'm not. I'm not going to find that in the time that it takes to do this many episodes. But like, it added yeah. a significant amount to the to yeah, the cost yeah. of the game because you have to like mm-hmm. put all those assets in the game and time them potentially, and then you know get people to record mm-hmm. them and pay them money. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's almost like well, the cost of making a new game. <laughs> well, what do you think of the effort for Secret of Mana? They had to like model everything in 3D. And then deliberately decide, it's not Mm. like they can just take a sprite set and change it. (laughs) Yeah, you're adding another, an additional dimension. (laughs) Man, I wonder if part of it was kind of a test. You know, let's see how well this thing sells. And uh, maybe if it does pretty well, we'll break out that trilogy. Maybe if it does really well, then in two years... We'll get a little game. Finally, we'll we'll be able to play Chrono Trigger. Right now in a secret basement, they're working on it. 3D Chrono Trigger. (laughs) The real joke is is that they just took like the Unreal Engine game that fans had made. (laughs) Take this and put it over (laughs) here. Um, Yeah, maybe maybe the real point was to just see if you could could put (laughs) costumes in all the characters. Totally. When I saw that, I immediately... My first thought was Bomberman 64. Was it Bomberman or was it <laughs> Bomberman Hero? I always get the two mixed up. Maybe it was Bomberman Hero. I can't remember which. But you could you could find outfits as you went through the game. And you could dress Bomberman uh, however you pleased. That's what this reminded me of. <laughs> In the original, to be fair, there was like a tiger suit as an armor. And also a tiger bikini, because, like, the girl character's armor is often, like, bikini or whatever. Yeah. But, like, then you get to the magical armor, and, and everybody gets that equally. But, I mean, back in the original game, your gear didn't change your appearance. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. I feel like the costumes were an addition for fun. That was, you know, that was some of the flash of uh, FF6 when you changed your weapon. Yeah, a yeah. different style of weapon. And they they got a little bit of that in the the new Secret of Mana. Like you yeah. can actually see the different. Um, I mean, I think you could always see that it was a spear or a trident or whatever, but you can also yep. see when you've upgraded it that it actually looks different than just mm-hmm. a different sword. It's like a it's a very different sword. It's a different <laughs> model of a sword. It's like a rapier instead mm-hmm. of a broadsword or a stabity slashy. I don't know what they're called, man. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, pay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Saber. Sa- Saber. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, we're just like cramming all this stuff into a mini sode, and I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, can't get it all in. Um, Secret of Mana, savor the flavor. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I think we've we've got a, a better idea of why Secret of Mana was re-released than when we started. I feel like I've got. I think. I think we. Yeah. I think we accomplished our goal. Um, I don't know. Why do you think? Why do you think you out there? Um, think they re-released Secret of Mana. NickOfTheNickScast.com. Let us know. We don't. This is one. The intent was not to review the re-release of Secret of Mana. We're just sort of looking at <laughs> what was behind it. But if you want to submit that as well, that's fine. And if you have uh, any more ideas for questions we can cover on these little minisodes. Uh, please do email them to us at nickofthenextcast.com. We are at the next cast everywhere on the internet. <laughs> Google it, you'll find us if you're, if you're interested in, in more Nick goodness. Uh, until then, um, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.